Yo, 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 what is going on, podcast crew? Hope you guys are all doing amazing today. I'm here in the Station of Creation office getting a couple episodes recorded on here for you guys. Super excited recording. I feel like I've been rejuvenated. I've only changed position, but sometimes that's kind of all you need. And I don't know if you can hear this. It'd be a very faint sound, but it's uh, the dogs barking in the background, the ultimate sign that you're here in Bali. Uh, I'm happy to be here, though. I'm so grateful. Um, And I just wanted to just really touch on something that I've been struggling with a lot lately, and I thought possibly you could be as well. And that is why when things don't seem right. When things don't seem right, whether that's you, whether that's with your business, whether that's with your ideas, the creative side of you. And when I've thought about it and realized it, I've actually written this down on a piece of paper. I have one sentence and the sentence here says things don't seem right because you don't have a plan. Things don't seem right because you don't have a plan. Because when you think about it, if you don't have a plan, I mean, of course, things aren't going to feel right. You're not going to feel confident. You're going to feel unsure. Of course, there's going to be a lot of uncertainty there because not having a plan doesn't mean that you don't know what you want. It's that you don't know how to get what you want or which direction to start in. You know, you know, you got to get over this wall. But if you don't have a plan, of course, you're going to start to freak out. If you have a plan now, is it, it just the simple fact of having one, having that in your mindset, having that. That like, okay, we're doing something about it. That should mean something to you. You know, lately, as you guys know, I talk about it a a lot before. Now, so not so much because I've been doing something about it for a long time. But, you know, in March, April, beginning part of May, you know, I was kind of hermited inside. Didn't really go anywhere. We had the option. Nothing really got put on lockdown here in Bali. But I remember feeling that like hermited feeling and not doing anything, not going out. And of course, I stopped working out. Before then, I was starting to get back into peak shape. Not peak shape, pro athlete, but peak state for like a normal civilian. (laughs) Um, I wouldn't be ready to play in the basketball season, but I was in shape enough that I could do everything and I could start training pretty hard to play in season. And in March, you know, when, when I started hermiting, things just changed completely. Like I went from walking 24,000 steps a day to walking maybe 1,000 steps a day. And instead of moving and meeting people, we were on a farm in a one-room bungalow villa. And over that time, things started to change. My body started to change. I felt myself starting to change. And just thinking like, wow, like, you know, and it's a good thing that we were eating healthy during a month and a half of that. But then there was a month in May when we first got out that we started eating horrible. And during that, during that time period, um, you know, I was unhappy. I was unhappy with just the, the amount of work I was doing. I was working so much mentally, showing up every day and social media, being there for other people and myself as well. But I was neglecting that physical side of me. And it made me really think and things weren't right. I was like, I know I need to, to, to lose some weight. I need to get back my strength back. I need to get back this muscle mass that I've, I've obviously and could see and could feel that I was losing. And as I started to do that, you know, it was, it was just frustrating in the beginning. I went to the gym the first time and I was like, oh, my goodness, I can barely do like five pull ups, you know, and 
you know, before then, to give you context, because, you know, everyone doesn't do workouts like that, but before then, I'd been doing 100 pull-ups. I'd have days when I did 100 pull-ups, and I'd do it, and I could feel okay, you know, and coming out of the quarantine, I remember I struggled to get, I think, 12, I think I got, and it took me about three weeks to get back, three weeks before I could start to really start to train. I remember just being in so much pain after that first day because I tried to hit the gym and do the same workout I did when I went into quarantine and that didn't work at all. And things just didn't seem right when I was there in March and April from a physical standpoint. And it didn't seem right because I didn't have a plan. I didn't have a plan. Like I, 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 I thought I did kind of, you know, we kind of give ourselves this illusion that we were doing something. We're like in a previous episode, we talked about treading water how you're not really going anywhere. And, you know, for me, I was just like, wow, I, I, I need to do something about this. This is not okay. And sometimes that's what it takes. It's about really recognizing like this is not okay with what I'm doing in my life right now. I need to change this. No one's going to change it but me. It's on me. And things were hard. Things were frustrating. Things were tough because I didn't have a plan. Once I had the plan, there was a lot less beating myself up. There was more peace of mind. There was more clarity. I had a sense of direction. I woke up every day knowing exactly what needed to get done because I had a plan. Go to the gym every day no matter what. The plan was simple as that. But it was a plan. Because when, ha- when you don't have a plan, you wake up and you don't know what to do. And in that time of you trying to figure out what to do, that momentum kicks in. And if you're not doing anything, then the obvious momentum behind doing nothing is kind of like, well, what's the square root of zero? <laughs> it's nothing. So the one thing that I really want to stress to you, you need a plan. You need a plan. It doesn't matter what the plan is. It honestly doesn't even matter that it works because it just gets you taking action. And the sooner you do it, you see what ways work, you see what ways don't work. Now we can make progress. Now we can adjust the plan. Now we can get, not only that, but we get data from the plan. When you follow the plan, you get data. And from that data, you can make adjustments, you can make shifts. And this is powerful. This is what really makes the difference. Because when you don't have a plan and you don't know what you're doing... This is when the frustration comes. And the frustration almost comes out of just like, I I don't know what to do. I can't do. I I, I don't know. I'm, I'm struggling. Yeah, of course you are. Of course you're struggling. Because you don't have a plan. So the key is to have a plan. Have an idea of what you're doing. Know what direction. Even if it's the wrong way, you can learn from it. What you'll learn from certain experiences is more valuable than the experience itself. More valuable than the results, what you'll learn from it. So my, my, my thought, my, my plea, as I like to say to you guys, make a plan. Doesn't matter. Make a plan. Don't overthink it. After this episode, make a plan. Struggling with your health? Make a plan. Don't know what to do with your business? Make a plan. Struggling to figure out a creative outlet? Make a plan. Make a plan. And this is Luke from Luke Life Charms, over and out.